Welcome to Dig Deep and Merry Christmas. I am so glad you're here. I know that this is a busy week and I am so glad you've made time to tune in. I wanted to do just a mini episode this week to share a simple picture that I hope helps us all prepare our hearts for our celebration of Christmas this weekend. And I also wanted to touch base with you and tell you about some important things coming around the corner for the podcast as we get ready to enter 2017. It's hard to believe 2016 is almost over, but we are about to enter 2017. It's crazy. So as we draw near to Christmas, I've already listened many, many times to my favorite Christmas song of all time, the best Christmas song, in my opinion, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And I was listening to it the other day, and my daughter came into the room and said, Mom, who is Emmanuel? I mean, who is this song talking about? And it is, it's kind of a strange term. It's only used a couple times in scripture. It's a name, and it means God with us. And we first hear it in Isaiah chapter 7, where we're given a prophecy that someday Emmanuel, God with us, would come to the Jewish people. And then in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, we read that Jesus is the fulfillment of that prophecy, that he is God's one and only son, that he came here to earth, took on the humble state of a human to be God with us. He is not a distant, cold, unloving God. He came to be with us because he loves us. Listen to the picture of this truth that God gives us in John chapter 1. I love the language of this verse. It's verse 14 in John chapter 1. It says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. He made his dwelling among us. That Greek word that is translated to dwelling referred to a temporary residence of sorts. And so our cultural equivalent would most likely be pitching a tent, setting up a temporary home, moving into the neighborhood. He made his dwelling among us. And so I want to ask, as we prepare for Christmas this weekend, we are all familiar with the nativity story, and maybe it seems really, really distant. It's really, it's far in the distant past. It was in a different culture. Jesus was born in a manger. We don't even know what that means half the time. But I want you to imagine what would it be like if Jesus moved into your neighborhood? What about your life would change if Jesus literally moved in next door to you? Because that is what we celebrate in Christmas, is that that's exactly what Jesus did. Jesus wants to make himself at home in your life and in your heart. And here's what he wants to bring with him. This is the second half of John chapter 1, verse 14. It says, We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. That's what Jesus brings with him when he moves in. He brings grace and truth. And so if you're hosting any holiday events in the next few days or any holiday parties, I want you to just think about this and consider this. If Jesus were to move in next door and you were to invite him over for your holiday open house, are there any rooms that you wouldn't want him to go in? Because I think we've all had the experience of hosting a party and having certain rooms that we wouldn't 
want people to go in. I was at a party recently and needed to use the bathroom, and so I asked where it was, and when they realized that the downstairs bathroom was occupied, they sent me upstairs with instructions about where to go to the bathroom. Well, I must have misunderstood their instructions because when I got to the top of the stairs and looked at the door that I thought was supposed to be the bathroom door, I opened it, and even though the rest of their house had been pristine and beautifully organized and clean and festively decorated, when I opened the door that I thought was to the bathroom, I stumbled into their master bedroom and very quickly realized this is not where I'm supposed to be, and I was a little relieved to find that they do exactly what I do, which is when I'm hosting a party, I take all of the extra junk that's all over my house And I throw it frantically into one room. And yes, it's usually our master bedroom. And so there was stuff everywhere. It was such a contrast to the rest of the house. I felt bad. I felt embarrassed that I had opened a door that I clearly was not supposed to open. But what made it so much worse is that in the split second that I stood in the doorway taking in this scene, my eyes were immediately drawn to the several we'll call them personal items that were laid out all over this couple's bed. Things that I am certain they would not want their guests to see. So I very quickly closed the door, found the bathroom, and made my way back to the party. Is there a room in your life, in your heart, that you would not want anyone to stumble into, perhaps, but certainly not Jesus. Maybe Jesus has done a miraculous work in your marriage, but you really don't want him messing with what you have going on in your career. Or maybe he's pulled you out of an addiction and you're forever grateful for that, but you don't really want to invite him in to speak into your relationships. Or maybe you love having him involved in practically every room in your home. But when certain people come over, you quickly shove him into the nearest closet and hope that no one will see him and label you. And here's the beautiful picture we get from John 1.14. Every time Jesus enters a room, he brings with him grace and truth. So I want you to imagine your whole life as a house. If you have a journal that you use in your time with God, maybe even draw a picture. That's really helpful sometimes. I know it seems weird, but draw a picture. Label the different aspects of your life, the things that are most important to you, your family, your friendships, your career, your parenting, your sex life, your money, your possessions, everything. All the elements of your life and Imagine that Jesus wants to move in. Are there any rooms that you would tell him, listen, Jesus, that one's off limits? Because he is God with us. He wants to make his dwelling in your life. And when he does, he will bring with him grace and truth. And his grace says, I have forgiveness to offer for everything in the past and even the mistakes that you're going to make in this area in the future. But I also have truth to bring. I want to show you the way forward, the way to life. 
And he may want to rearrange the furniture a little bit. He may want you to pack up some stuff and take it to the thrift store. Maybe some things that you'd rather hold on to. And he's saying, I know that you like it this way. I know you don't want to really give me full access, but I promise my way is better. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Our God is not a distant, cold, unloving God. He's a loving God who humbled himself and made his dwelling, pitched his tent, moved into the neighborhood with us because he loves us. And so in the midst of all of the busyness and all the festivities going on this week, I encourage you to take a chunk of time and sit alone with him and ask that question. Jesus, is there an area of my life where you want to enter in, but I've been withholding it from you? Because he wants to bring you grace and truth and give you life because he loves you. And so I hope that that is a blessing to you as you prepare to celebrate Christmas this weekend. I want to let you know that after the holidays, life gets a little crazy for the Alston clan. As you know, if you've been listening for a while, we are expecting little one number four, and we are really excited Um, She, yes, it's a little girl, is due early January, and we're not sure exactly when she's going to arrive, of course. And so we are going to be going on a little bit of a different schedule for the podcast moving into 2017. My hope is to be back for about one episode a month for January, February, and March, but I am trying my best to hold that with an open hand, knowing that this is a crazy season of life, and of course having a baby brings with it lots of unexpected, um, unpredictable elements of our schedule in our lives. So I want to let you know that. And if you're wondering why there haven't been as frequent episodes moving forward, that is why. We would appreciate um, your prayers. If you would take a moment to pray for this little one and her arrival, that would mean so, so much to me. Thank you so much for being with me on this journey. It has been a crazy year since we launched in March, and I am so grateful for all that God has done. As always, you can let us know what God is doing in your life by using the contact page of JessAlston.com to reach out, to give us feedback, um, to share your thoughts, to share what God's doing in your life. And so please continue to use that, and I look forward to staying in touch and being back really soon. And while I don't know the exact date that the next episode will air, I look forward to seeing you back here then. And until then, remember to dig deep. Have a very Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.